The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. All right, here we go again. Uh, my name is Chris Sheets uh, from Kissing Country 103.9, but uh, again, thrilled to be on uh, 6.30 Ched this afternoon filling in for uh, Jalen and Andrew. I've got uh, my friend Brad Whisker here, and as typically happens on Thursday afternoons, uh, Gord Stanky from Global Edmonton joins us. Gord, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, we really appreciate this, to be honest. Can you stay till the 5 o'clock news? Maybe? Absolutely, yeah. I, I walked in, I was confused. You and Brad didn't look at all like Jalen and Andrew. No, no, no. But anyway, no. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> to see you guys a little bit of a little bit of a shock on a Thursday but it's good I'm gonna do a, a real quick uh, shameless plug and this was absolutely free but uh, this show will be powered by dollar drink days at McDonald's one dollar giant pops and I'm having two diet cokes I just finished uh, going out for a well it was a, a 10k used to they used to be runs scored when I was young but they're now kind of uh, walks mixed in with a little bit of sprinting and uh, let's just say when I got back from my run and I, <laughs> I sweat horrifically i get back from my run i go for a shower and then i realize i did not bring a towel with me and have you ever nice. dried off your complete body with towels from a bathroom before like just a like paper towel <laughs> i can't I can't say that i have I you probably haven't? had a half a shower in one once but yeah yeah i can't believe how much liquid you have in front of you that's not humanly that can't be very healthy probably not good for your kidneys no eh? it can't be there's like like five gallons more more uh more liquid than I put in my garden tractor. <laughs> yes, you're yes. going to drink that, are you? Yes. Well, I, yeah, I got one down, and the second one's going to be done here by the time you get off the air with us. I'm getting uh, thirsty just it, looking at it. It's yeah, you're wild. really rehydrating with the pop eh? yeah. <laughs> after that 10K run. Yeah. yeah, I'm not exactly the brightest when it comes to that. Yesterday, we were talking about potato diets, and uh, uh, Kevin Smith, the actor who uh, had a near-fatal heart attack, went on the potato diet for a couple of weeks and ate nothing but potatoes. Hmm. Uh, the opposite of the Atkins diet, yeah, high carbs. exactly, but uh, potatoes are in vodka as well, so I guess it Mm. Could, so then he could drink vodka and eat, and eat potatoes. He's good. I think so. He I'm lost good. some weight, I, I hear. He, yeah, he uh, lost 19 pounds the, the two weeks he was on the potato diet. He lost 80 pounds before his heart attack, and he's just continuing to try to turn his life around. And uh, again, I'm doing pretty good other than the Diet Coke. Um, yeah, you're not eating potatoes, just drinking Diet Coke? I'm thinking of the potato diet, though. Yeah. I'm, I've I'm heard s- of the wiener soup diet, but I haven't heard of the potato diet. That's the one when you're going to university or what? No, I don't know. Just another crazy fad diet somebody's talking about. The wiener soup diet. Yeah, you just make, put a... Yeah, it's actually just make a bunch of soup and then yeah. make it, put throw some wieners in it, and, yeah. and that you. Eat, but <laughs> that's all you eat, really. Yeah, for like for a month, you're guaranteed to lose weight. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. What yeah, doctor a, thought of that? You get a little bit uh, sick and tired of that. We got a bunch of things that we want to touch uh, before uh, you, you get off the air at two thirty. Uh, let's uh, really quickly talk about what we're doing. Uh, I guess in a couple of days, uh, the, yeah. the ride for dad. Tell us, ride for dad for prostate cancer. Uh, they're expecting hopefully twelve hundred bikes or so. It's going to be a beautiful day. We're leaving from Blackjacks, and there's some. Really Really cool things happening, including uh, our, our buddy's going to be back. Right, and it's great to see him Thank back God. on television. God and, bless him. Yeah, John yeah. Sexsmith is going to be there, and uh, we're, we're now going to be doing. I'm going to get there about quarter to nine, eight thirty, as uh, as we kick off. But you can yeah. anybody can come at seven thirty and still register if you haven't registered. So they take registration right up till then. This is a blast. I've been doing this for uh, I don't know how many many years, and uh, yeah, if you get the weather right, like it's supposed to be, there could be twelve about twelve hundred bikes. There's hundreds registered right now, and John's going to come and join me at nine. We're going to be going doing live hits into the morning show with uh, Kent Morrison and, and Kevin O'Connell. And uh, John will tell his story, and it'll give people at home just a chance to see... Uh 
and hear a success story. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because he was uh, really, really close to not being with us anymore. Yeah, boy, he's a fighter, eh? Yeah, and it's, and it's because of fundraisers like this and rides like this that have raised millions of dollars right across Canada for prostate cancer research, and so it just keeps improving the, the treatment. Yeah. And that's what you need. And also just to get the word out that, you know, you got to get checked. One of your passions is bike is the is the bike, no doubt about it. Like if you had to if you had to give up the bike or the guitar, which one would you give up? That's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, the 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 bike is such a freedom. I've been riding the bike since I was fifteen. I've been playing since I was about fifteen. I would have to say, uh, yeah, it's that's fifty uh, fifty. I know that that's not. It's probably sixty forty with a motorcycle. Okay. Uh, no, it's just somehow it's such a stress reliever. Not a fair question. I no, know. it's not. I love singing and playing too, but uh, yeah. getting on the bike is just such a great, great uh, stress reliever, and that's why it's nice to tie that in with the uh, with the fundraiser. A lot of people, and not and not, and you know this, have a, a different. Uh, they have an opinion of bikers or yeah, people right. on bikes, right? And uh, we've seen whether it's this ride or the Santa's Anonymous ride. Yeah. Uh, where they, that whole community loves to rally around charities. Yeah, kids with cancer, I'm right. involved with that. We do that. There's a ride that happens into the mountains every year, and we just took the kids around, was it last Saturday? No, Saturday, the Saturday before last. Take the k- cancer kids, they bring them out of the hospital, and you take them for a ride around Horlack Park. Yeah. The thing about uh, motorcyclists and the biking community, because it really is a community and it's a brother and sisterhood, they're very generous. In any mm. city I've ever lived or worked in, they always have rallied with whether it be for breast cancer or, or the toys you know, toy runs, mm-hmm. the bikers come forward, and they're, they, they're very supportive of the community. Yeah. Well, Jay Lynn is a perfect example of that. She used to ride for a long time. Right? Yeah, she did. So, I mean, looking at her and just assuming the personality that Jay Lynn has, you, at, up front, you wouldn't think, oh, well, Jay Lynn Nye is obviously a, an avid bike rider, but she used to do it for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mall walks a lot. And it seemed like I started when I was really young at 15 or 16, and I've always owned a motorcycle. Yeah. It's yeah. Kind of, I don't know what it is. It's kind of, you guys, have you? I've never driven in anything like that, um, to be honest. But I, I rode with my uncle once when I was about 18 years old, and he had a Harley, a big fancy Harley, lived in Calgary, and he took me to an event because I couldn't park there. And, and uh, I was like, it, I was I was scared on the back just because I wasn't in control. But, right. Uh, and and I, I know I was always leaning the wrong way, and I should know how to lean. I mean, I've driven a snowmobile and stuff like that and I've driven bikes before yeah but when it's foreign to you and stuff and you're going to be out there on, yeah. on Saturday that's that's super cool because you're doing a similar thing that we're going to be doing with our live hits is giving people a look at the yeah. inside of this organization how many people exactly because there's not everybody can ride right, right. and so the, the whole plan is that uh, my silly school bus that I've had for a number of years uh, that's now jacked up and we can we're going to throw a bunch of people in it uh, that can't ride in the in, in uh, bikes and we're going to actually uh, lead the, the way and we're going to meet you guys in Thorsby where your first stop is going to be, which is my hometown, where uh, you know I proudly uh, say that I hail from, and uh, nice. so that's going to be really special. And by the way, when we're there, and this just happened by chance, the fast gas story. You remember the sad story about uh, um, John, uh, as they call him uh, there, that uh, yeah, actually yeah. the gas and uh, gas and dash, and of course no, he lost his on. life. Yeah, he lost his life. Story. They're having a, actually a fundraiser the same time that day, nice. and a barbecue. And we're going to talk to one of the organizers of that coming up, and they're rallying around this poor family, just trying to basically keep that place float now with dad to go so as we ride we'll ride through thorsby there'll be a place we can drop off donations exactly you can top up uh with fuel hopefully or whatever and and, uh, this family this is amazing because they're just trying to scrape by but i was talking to one of the organizers who we'll talk to uh, later on this afternoon and she said that they would like to make a personal donation to the ride for dad for 500 bucks and these are people that are trying Mm -hmm. to raise money to just basically keep this place alive but they they said they understand community and they understand how important this other event is so well the way some of these hot rod 
motorcycles burn gas, I yeah. think they're going to do pretty well. Is that true? I, yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah some of them burn a lot. How does your bus do? You said it's jacked up. What do you mean by that? It's like lifted. It's got a oh, cool. a, a bit of a lift kit in it, so to speak, like, right. a, like, so a, it, like a big one. And it's got it's propane power. I can't wait to see that. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we got stacks going out the back now. Yeah. Well, I've seen you driving around with the Eskimo singing songs. I remember, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this it, is new and improved. It, oh, it's, it's, it's gone to the next level. It's like every time I get something done with it, my wife basically tells me, like, you know, you know, maybe have an affair, it would be cheaper. <laughs> the horn on it, too, eh? Oh, it's got a train horn from Peterbilt. Yeah. Okay, I'm, this is going to be, people should come out, just yeah. to, you, you get a double whammy, you get to see yeah. you know, a thousand motorcycles getting yes. ready to, to hit the road, yeah. and you can see this jacked up bike. Ridiculous. Bus. This ridiculous bus. It's, it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty uh, nutty, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So again, that event, you can come, uh, you can register now, or you can register uh, day of, as you said, and we'll be there, and uh, that John Sexsmith part will be really, really Yeah, and as I special. said, we'll be broadcast at 9 o'clock, tune on uh, the morning show on, yeah. on Global, and you'll be able to, to hear John's story as well. Gord Sankey from Global Edmonton is with us. My name is Chris Sheets. We've got Brad Whisker here as well. Um, I said, what, you know, we got to talk about some uh, things other than, uh, of course, what you do on a daily basis, which is nail it. Oh, thanks. Five and six o'clock on uh, Global Edmonton. Well, we, we got know. a fantastic team there that's, yeah, uh, yeah they just keep, uh, we don't mail it in. No. I'll tell you that. We're, no. They're very conscientious and hard workers, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you're the only one that's not having a baby, though, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's number three for my co-anchor. Yeah. 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 That's You don't think she's doing that on purpose to get away from you, do you? Well, I do, actually, now, because when she came <laughs> back last August, she said, uh, that's it, two kids is enough. Yeah. And then come Christmas, I think we were having, uh, we sat down to have our annual Christmas Sambuca. Yeah. And I noticed she was throwing it down the sink and I went okay what's Guess going on what's here? Happening so by the here. time the world's longest hockey game started yeah. uh, which was about two months later then it became public yeah. knowledge yeah. and uh, yeah then I began to get very suspicious that she's just trying to get away from me when Carol Ann is throwing Sambuca down the sink we know something there's is something is up, something's up <laughs> there's a baby coming uh, genia is it genealogy is that what it's called genetic the, gen- the, the DNA stuff yeah. uh, you said you wanted to talk about that and I'm so glad I got the uh, 23andMe for Christmas my my kids were I've, I kind of hinted around it and then I got it and uh, I've, you know I did the thing where you spit in the tube and you send it away yeah. I'll be honest did I was, yours go to Ireland too I did the Ancestry DNA, and oh. I looked at the return address, and mine right. seemed to go to Dublin or something. Which oh, I thought, really? Which was interesting. I there's, never... a, there's a bunch of different ones out there now. Okay. Well, I I, I was I, not skeptical. I know DNA is obviously, it works, <laughs> but I never wrap my brain around it. Skeptical's the wrong word. I'm yeah. A, yeah, I'm Whenever a farm... you have to spit in a tube, I'm skeptical. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm like, this is really, really going to work. But this here, is scientific. I want to hear your story. Mine was kind of silly, because it came back, and it it, 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 did, it told us things that we already knew. It, it nailed down that my uh, grand father was, uh, his family was from uh, England. It nailed that down. Nice. It nailed my other grandfather was from Lithuania. My grandmother was from Germany. My other grandma was from Poland. So it had a lot oh, of that European yeah. feel to it. 0.2% uh, Native American, it said. And point, uh, point 0.2? 0.2%. Were, yeah. were you aware of that? I had no Complete clue. Complete surprise? Complete surprise. No clue. Wow. So we, But we, now that I look at you, yeah, I it's can, pretty obvious. I can, oh, it's obvious, yeah. 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 And I, I was shocked, yeah, it, the, at the whole the whole situation. But then, it, it's, it, it paired me up with a thousand and forty nine different relatives, and I've got a ton of cousins and relatives. And my yeah. w- my wife's like, you don't need really any more relatives, Chris. Like, you're, <laughs> why are you looking for more? Yeah. But it legit- legitimately lined me up with my first cousin. It said, you share grandparents with this person, yeah. and uh, she just had her initials AS. And sure enough, it was my first cousin. And it, it you know, so it literally tied us all up. And now I've got first, second, third, fifth, seventh cousins all lined and, up. And it there. tied you all up on the internet. And now you 
you, now you have to you have a lot of Christmas cards. I've reached out to out. a few of them, and they have no interest in talking yeah. to me. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But it also that twenty three and me also showed that I was missing a chromosome. Oh, okay. And that oh, mine cr- didn't go that far. Well, yeah, this twenty three and me does, and that chromosome was actually the one that uh, makes me I'm colorblind, and it showed that. Right? Is that right? And that's something well, that's, you genetically get. Well, I'm jealous right away because for years as a kid, I used to tell my mom, you know, I was just, and I told everybody, I was hoping I had some native blood in me because right. I, and I told everybody I was either Algonquin or, or Huron just because I was uh, romanticized about the whole thing sure. I thought it'd be fantastic and being in Canada you would think that could happen with First Nations okay. right but, but anyway so I, I spit in the tube sent yeah. it off to Dublin <laughs> <thing>. Ireland <laughs> and uh and I got that I, what came back for me was a, a wheel kind of a, a wheel graph with colors on it so this is a different yeah, test. But yeah. anyway, it showed, I, we, we thought the Steinke side of the family would be from Prussia. That's what we've heard through for all of you, but that's right. where, that was wrong. And so we're all from West Germany, which was, but it's German, so that nailed it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got uh, basically, and the rest was, um, 50, 50% was German and 50% was my mom's side. They're, they're the Fords. Mm-hmm. They're from uh, England and Ireland and right. Scotland. So the... There was nothing really exciting at all. I told my mom the results, and she said, geez, you could have saved 100 bucks. I told you that years ago. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I, again, and this will change over time because our our you know, the next generations will all have this information because the one thing I wish I would have had, like before my father passed away, for example, or my, uh, I could have, you can actually find out how much of each one of your parents you have in you. Right? Wow. Okay. So, well, that was, that's more in-depth than the one. Yeah. How much did you pay for yours? Uh, see, it was Christmas present, but I think it was okay. about 120 bucks or something. You must have got the deluxe deal. I think I got the basic package. <laughs> you know what? You, you may have native in you. You know, maybe you get the right one. <laughs> you, don't you don't know what you, you don't know what's going on there. No, I don't. All right. But that all. stuff interests you, doesn't it? And oh, you it's fascinating. You know what? And it, it does fascinate. I was just in Regina visiting my mom for Mother's Day. Yeah. And uh, we went out and we, well, there's a part of a, a family tree story that was amazing. You know, mm. we found a long lost aunt in her grave and she died in 1910. Mm. A place called Wapella, Saskatchewan, which hits history, goes back to 19. 1960. Some of the people from Opel actually signed up for the Civil War out of Canada and and had a contingent and went down. That's how far that back the the town goes. So I love that stuff. And it opened up a whole interesting chapter in our family history that you didn't know about. She married a pastor. There's an old stone church in Wapella built in 1891. You can go see it. So she would have been standing there when she got married. She died six weeks after after they uh, got married. And he took off after that. She was buried in pretty much an unmarked grave. And uh, I think her parents found it eventually and put a tombstone up. Mm. But he died in New York City. He was a chaplain at a prison in New York City. Really? So it's just crazy when you start going through your family tree and you think you know everything about your family and you mm-hmm. find out you really know nothing. Right, you right. You see pictures, and we've got pictures of uh, Aunt Nellie and, sure. and her husband and letters from her in 1908 when she got engaged, which is just mind-blowing to me. The difference is now, of course, and they didn't talk about that stuff, and there's not many pictures or any of that. Like, there's not much history to look back at. Like, they do not talk about it. Like my grandfather immigrated from Lithuania in like 1929, and never when he got here, he never talked about the past at all. Right? Yeah, so my his, grandfather his was family, like that His too. family had no clue. Um, you know, this generation, you'll be able to look back at selfies, and you'll be able to tell exactly oh, what yeah. everybody was doing. That that won't and be it, an issue. It'll look like every there was no hardship. Everybody was yeah. having a wonderful time, and all our relationships were fantastic. They were making duck faces. Uh, yeah. they were they were they were all good. Gord Stanky's with us. Uh, that's amazing. And the other thing, really quickly about 1891, we'll the older you get, you're, the more you realize that's not that long ago. Not for us in Canada. Yeah, right. right. You go to where my, my grand, grand Grandpa Ford came from, right. uh, basically Stockport area, Manchester. Yeah, that place, you go and look at a church, it was built in 1530. Right. 
that right. blows your mind and you go to the, the graveyards there and you can trace family trees there but yeah if you see a grave here that's like 18 50, you're going, oh, God, that's old. All right, awesome. More with Gord Stanky from Global Edmonton on the 6.30 Chet afternoon, afternoon News in Moments. 2.23, the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News continues. My name is Chris Sheets. We've got Brad Whisker here. And, uh, well, thankfully, Gord Stanky from Global Edmonton for his usual Thursday stop, which we appreciate. Uh, of course, uh, we were talking about it. We've been talking about it all day on 6.30 Chet. Uh, the game will be on at 6 o'clock tonight. Oh, yeah. Will the Washington Capitals win their first Stanley Cup in 44 years? Or will the Vegas Knights uh, push it to one more game? The closer we get to game time, I have a feeling Vegas is going to push it to one more game. Oh, I think so. They're going to come out just fighting here. They... Uh... It's been such exciting hockey, and yeah. they've got to win this one, and, and they're in their hometown. Yeah. And I, I was just down there last week. Right. And it was, uh, the, even the dealers, every dealer was wearing, you know, yeah. Vegas Knight jerseys, Golden yeah. Knight jerseys, cab drivers. The town's on fire. And that's the thing, I think, and granted, the team's had a lot of success, but that's, I think, the thing that we all thought, well, yeah, you know, this team will play out of Vegas, but will anybody in Vegas even notice or care because there's so much other stuff going on? The answer to that question is... Oh, absolutely. They're gonna, that's all they're, they're thinking about right now. Yeah. That's all, on everybody mind every uh, guaranteed every house in that and that yeah. uh, city's going to be tuned in. They got an NFL team coming, but you know what? First in might be, uh, I mean, I know the NFL's the NFL, but uh, this team is just, uh, they're falling in love with them, and who could blame them, I guess, right? Well, so. absolutely, yeah. And they, but they've done such a, you know, what a job they've done to promote them. I mean, they had the Statue of Liberty's got it wearing jersey, <laughs> and everywhere you turn around and look, they've got Rice Krispie goalies. Where, I don't know, it's yeah. just crazy. It's yeah. one thing after the other. And I can't believe you've seen it. It's really great to see Vegas succeed, too, because we've seen other teams, other expansion Expansion teams like that. Yeah. not do that well. I mean, you go back to Carolina and they had two, 3,000 people at their yeah. games for many, many years before they made the Stanley Cup. And that was the big question in Vegas, was are people going to show up? And you experienced it firsthand. It's yeah. an absolute riot down there. Well, and part of it is, is you know, who thought an expansion team would, would go that that fast, skyrocket right right up into the playoffs too. So that's, uh, that's huge and everybody's behind them. Yeah, it's just the mentality of all the players, right? They're all cast-offs or whatever the, the terminology they're using, and that's their chip on their shoulder. And, yeah. uh, I mean, it's worked for them all year. Yeah, well, I'm so sure. I think they win tonight. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I'm, I'm pretty sure they will. And they have the, all the Elvi, I call them. There's 20, yes. 20 Elvi. Did you see them? Yeah. On the, yeah, they, they were hilarious. They were not far sitting very yeah. far from us, and they're all in character, and they're all got their shoulders what going. What a place to people watch, eh? Oh, my God. Like, Vegas is a great place to people anyway. watch anyway. But, yeah, like, at a hockey game, you're like, I can't believe this is happening. And while you were there, uh, we talk about your passions, your bike, your guitar, and also your pen. I mean, uh, with when it comes to the stuff that, uh, that that you've written in that that incredible book, when you were down in Vegas, you had a connection. Well, with I have. Right? I, I don't know if yeah. If anybody goes to Vegas, you know you're there for the shows and everything. But if you get a chance, go go over to Fremont Street. There's just a wonderful. It's called the Mob Museum, and I got a I got a special place to my heart because I wrote the book Mobsters and Run- Runners of Canada. It's called yeah. Crossing the Line in the States. Anyway, I went there and it's it's top notch. It's in a it's in the old courthouse just off Fremont Street. And uh, it's like four stories of nothing but just fantastic artifacts from Al Capone's revolver Hmm. to the connection between uh, the Vegas, the mob, and how it really started Las Vegas back in the Bugsy Siegel days. And they have a lot of Bugsy Siegel stuff there, as well as Howard Hughes and and all that kind of stuff. So it's a a ton of fun. You were born a generation or two too late, weren't you? Like, you love that mob stuff. You kind of would be... Would you have been in the middle of that, do you think, if that would have been your time? No, because I don't think you could understand really what was going on. I'm I'm happy to be where I am, looking back. (laughs) I don't want to be in the middle of that. You'd rather be talking about what happened than be in the middle of it. No, I'd rather be in the middle of 1,200 bikes on Saturday, (laughs) you know, and following your bus. 
down the road. That's a good point. Well, what else uh, matters to Gord right now? Like, what's going on? I mean, obviously, summer's coming. He yeah, gets, what gets, matters most is taking a holiday. Yeah, and, I was going to say, yeah, get we're going to time off. Get and, some time off. Uh, Deb and I are going to head into the into the mountains on, on the bike and uh, just have some fun, meet some old, see some old friends down there, and and just chill out and relax a bit. Wow. No, oh, you know what? It's great that you're with us. I, mean, I, I really think you maybe should spit in another tube and find out. You got to. I think it. I got to get the kit you've got. Yeah. yeah. I'll pay, <laughs> the I'm going to pay that. Edition. I'll get yeah. the deluxe kit. I'll pay the extra twenty bucks and, yeah. and then I'll find it if I'm missing a chromosome. I have a feeling I am. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll just leave that one for That's now. That's what Deb would tell me anyway. <laughs> it's 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 so true. Uh, you know, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, coming up in the in the next few moments, we're uh, going to talk to a Rhonda Feveland, who uh, again is uh, the spearhead of this uh, great uh, fundraiser they're doing out in uh, Thorsby. Uh, we talked about it yesterday about, and I think you were the one that maybe mentioned it, Brad, was the fact that the, this is the city of champions, but it's the area of champions. I mean, the outlining communities, you can see the incredible support here, and they're uh, rallying and doing something uh, really special there as well. You can catch this guy today at 5, and then again at 6 o'clock. And, yeah, uh, tune us in uh, Saturday morning at 9 as well, and, and we'll see you and the bus yeah. and the bikes, and we'll, we'll talk to John Sexsmith and yeah. raise some money for prostate cancer. Awesome. The Telus Ride for Dad uh, coming up this weekend. And you know what? I might let you drive my bus if you let me drive your bike. I don't know if that's a wise idea on your case. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Mine, you could shift mine. I don't know if I can shift yours. Is it, what, five down, one up? Or? Yeah, that's right. Is that true? Yeah. I was just totally guessing there. Gord Stanky, Global (laughs) Edmonton. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Yep, you bet. Pleasure. Thanks. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.